0: We're back. Yes, we are. It's been a long time. Welcome back to the "Damn You're Tall" podcast. I'm Felicia, aka Fifi, with Graham, aka Sir. Reads a lot. I'm sticking to that. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's just classic.
0: So yeah, we're we're back. We're we're still tall.
1: Yes, and people still say "damn" to us.
0: Okay, they don't do that. But yeah, well, we- I'm trying
1: to work all three words "damn you're tall." So.
0: Anyway, like I said, we are back. It has been a minute. I don't remember the last time we recorded something.
1: <laughs> well, there's been a lot going on, most of which I don't think you want to talk about. But There's been a lot going on that's impeded our um, job changes, all sorts of stuff. So I think we'll just skip that for our listeners because it's depressing and also rather boring. So
0: what's <laughs> what he's referring to? I didn't make the Olympic team that that's that's what he's referring to. But that's how sports goes. It happens. Shit happens. I'm over it working on to the next year. There's still a lot of teams to make, so that's how I'm putting it. He doesn't do sports, so he doesn't
1: understand. It. Well the other thing too was one of the reasons that we were so we weren't
0: recording was because you were spending so much time training for it. Like I said that happens. But we got some pretty good stuff to talk about. I'm excited to talk about. So yeah, like I said, it's been a minute. Um the last time we recorded, let me let me actually look it up and we can we can see. <clears throat> oh man. We're like at the very end of my podcast (laughs) because we haven't posted anything new in a while. Okay, here we go. February 20th. That was our first episode of the season and we just disappeared after
1: that. I will say that I had wanted to hold on until I was sure we could follow up, but nope. So
0: yeah, February 20th. So it's it's the day we're recording this. It is July 13th. Hopefully this will be out on the... 16th or 17th which is like saturday Mm -hmm. or sunday so yeah that's it's been like four or five months five whatever okay so let me go ahead and run down through my whole old list of things that i had to talk about in the beginning since like february through now you ready for this i'll save the new stuff for that's what i actually want to talk this is just gonna be like a quick like two minute summary of things that i've written down That I want to get out of my notes list. So, first thing is, there was a fan-controlled football league, FCFL, on Twitch. I don't know if that still exists anymore. Because, yeah, I I don't know who was watching. I watched, like, partial games because it was on ESPN. And then it just stopped airing on ESPN. (laughs) I don't think anybody really cared. Gramps just nodding at me.
1: Well, you said you had a whole list. So, I was letting you do the whole list.
0: Oh, okay. So, the teams were the Glacier Boys with a Z, of course uh the beasts wild aces and zappers and then like some rappers and some professional athletes like own these teams but the, basically the premise of it is that it's on twitch so you can stream it and the fans control the league so fan control football league that's the whole point of it and they basically it's i don't know i, I think it's a gimmick pretty much it was a gimmick still is maybe i, I don't know but um they get paid. I looked it up, like three hundred to like seven hundred something dollars a week. So yeah. Oh, Graham's looking it up. Was it? Is it say he's still there?
1: It looks like it still exists. There's something about the People's Championship Wild Aces 2021.
0: So I guess that's happening. Oh. Okay then. Yeah. So it still exists. But I just thought it was interesting because it's like, hey, let's put it on the internet. So like millennials and gen z and kids will watch it and get them into football it's like arena football
1: oh too. oh um no there the competition ended or at least the tournament ended
0: and the people's champion is the wild aces oh well oh, you see the little like the logos like the glacier boys is like a guy look like some dude bro glasses
1: glacier boys is a
0: polar bear felicia oh I thought, i'm looking at the wrong thing there you really need to get you some glasses it's really small. It is. I'm looking at the bigger one. That's what I thought it said. It said people. Yeah, champagne. that's the yeah. wild
1: aces has the cool sunglasses and the headband on it. You
0: think that would be the glitch? Anyway, okay, so yeah, they, they won. But I, as, I went I want to talk about that a while ago. Alright, up next, this is way old. Uh McDonald's had like early access to their crispy chicken sandwich, which I thought was funny. I, I didn't know you needed like a promo code to get a chicken sandwich and the 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 website name was chickendrop.com but it was spelled c-h-k-n drop.com
1: i made the mistake of eating one of those it was not good it was very disappointing
0: it looks so small (laughs) i don't understand what is up with like chicken sandwiches like the chicken wars or whatever like what's going on i I'm like, didn't everybody, like, what did my try come for Chick-fil-A? I mean, their sandwiches aren't even really good. Like, people, I go for, like, the lemonade, even though I haven't been, because, you know, they're not the the best organization, but I was like, then Popeyes had their chicken sandwich, and people went crazy for it, and then, like, Burger King has a chicken sandwich now. I was like, what is going on with, like, these chicken wars? I, I'm using air quotes, chicken wars. But, yeah, Graham, Graham had the sandwich. You also had the Papa's
1: chicken sandwich. What did you think of that one? Oh, the Papa's chicken sandwich was good. It wasn't. It was not worth all of the nonsense that went into when it first came out. People just lost their damn minds, and I wanted to kick all of them repeatedly in the shins. But most of the times they were sitting in a car, so I couldn't get access to their shins to kick them in the shins.
0: Okay, sticking with McDonald's. Uh, all these McDonald's collabs in twenty twenty. There was the Travis Scott, Jay Belvin, they had Pokemon cards, like, this was, like, the latest one. Actually, no, because they had the B-BTS. Yep. Yep, they had their, like, special meal, and I'm just like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to front on anybody getting their bag, but I was like, why are we doing all this? Like, people eat McDonald's every day. Like, I don't think they're, like, losing any money, but. Well,
1: I mean, it's that's part of capitalism. You you, you can be the one of the biggest corporations in the world, and you still need to have even more profit somehow.
0: Oh, I guess. But, yeah, that was, like, the big things going on earlier in the year. Um, Also, on some sad news, this is really old, but it was kind of sad. Fry's Electronics went out of business.
1: You still have a tear every time we go past that one.
0: The sign was covered up now. (laughs) It's so sad. That place, I've only been in it, like, a handful of times because we don't live near it. It's, like, about a 30 to 45-minute drive. And we went in there, like, during the pandemic, like over the summer because you need to get something and like the shelves were like empty in there i was like oh man i was like it looks really sad i was like oh maybe it's just because the pandemic oh they can't get all their stuff come to find out they they went to what filed bankruptcy and closed
1: yeah that was it really felt like a scene out of a end of the world movie because the lights weren't all on it was just kind of ghostly. There was n- almost nobody there. There was almost nothing on the shelves. It really felt like the set for like a, a zombie movie or something like that.
0: Yeah, that was, <sighs> I was kind of sad about that. But also we got a printer from there and it never worked. So I was like, uh we got this like super high tech, like Bluetooth wireless scanning, all that jazz and it never worked. We had to feed the paper. I know that's like first world problems, but it was really annoying when we had a lot of stuff to print off. It was
1: very obnoxious. I actually was printing my screenplays over at office whatever, and that was that that, that cost me money. I didn't like that at all.
0: Yeah, I know. And now we went to this place. What is it called? Apt? A B T, Yep. Yeah. Not sponsored, but they should sponsor so they ever hear this, because that place is freaking awesome. Oh, my God. i love it it's like a mall but it's all electronics like they have stuff for like appliances if you want like a microwave if you want a computer gaming setup if you want a tv if you want like headphones if you want luggage it's like oh my god it's it's so awesome in there i love it i want to go back and they have like a little candy store in there too that's where your parents get all their like washer and dryer i believe so
1: well the thing is they have a oh man, this is is sounding like a promo. They have really good customer support and their staff is actually knowledgeable. Because that's one of the things with like, you go to Best Buy or whatever and they're hiring people straight off the street. So they really don't know anything about their products. And they're not paid enough to incentivize to learn anything about their products. I should know.
0: Yeah, this is true. I pretty much know more about what I'm getting. Like I go into Best Buy and like know more than the person, which I'm not like shooting shots at them, but these apt it was like totally awesome i was like is this a mall i was like no this is like the whole store um what else do i have (sighs) got sidetracked here oh yeah one day i was like what is our couple name (laughs) i wrote it down (laughs) and here's what i wrote down i haven't looked at this in a long time i got (laughs) Fellham. Boeing's looking at me like I'm. This yeah, guy. he's
1: looking at you like, why would you say such a horrid thing?
0: <laughs> and then you remember the second one.
1: No, because I blocked <laughs> it out of my memory.
0: Graham Leash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so horrible. God, it sounds so bad.
1: Because it is so bad. I most totally people would have let that terrible idea die, but not Felicia. She had to not only write it down, she had to save it for every many months just to inflict it on all of
0: our listeners. Graham, Leisha. <laughs> oh, Felham—that's that's our that's our couple name, Felham. That sounds horrible. Sounds like a
1: second-tier villain in some sort of bad TV show. It's Felham. Ah. Got, like something
0: from like Batman or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, actually, maybe a location because it's got the ham on it. Nah,
0: true and just finishing up with some stuff i did have something about paramount plus but there's already 50 million streaming services now and well maybe that's
1: actually a thing worth talking about is the sheer number of streaming services of which paramount plus is one of them
0: yeah i just put that on there cuz i was like it basically was cbs all access and then they switched it over to basically paramount
1: well and that proliferation i think actually part of that's come up but we we keep getting that it looks like basically the entire SNL cast is in a movie that I can't remember the name of. Oh, no, we're trapped in a musical. Oh, yeah,
0: we keep seeing that. It's not the whole SNL cast.
1: It's. I said it seems like. It's like one woman. No, it's... They've got... The the two leads are both
0: SNL people. and then No, Keegan-Michael Key is not an SNL guy. He hosted it. Oh,
1: anyways. But a bunch of the other characters are SNL people, too. Anyways, my point with that was that we were getting
0: advertised to about this thing, and it's on Apple TV. I mean Apple TV plus ABC plus all the plus yeah, so. everything is a plus like <laughs> I bet Disney's happy it's like hey we were the plus first so step off bitches so I mean I really didn't have anything else besides that to talk about I did real quick before we get into all the fun topics that I have written down because we're only like 12 minutes in. that was a longer two minute <laughs> blurb that I had but for my man Oh, that TV show! Oh man, if you have not watched that, you need to. It's on TV One, which is basically like a diet um, BET type of show. I'm pretty sure, or not D BET network. It's like under some what network? Like I'm
1: I'm still looking, looking up details. on it, Yeah, um, yeah. So TV One. Oh, we've got inside the show videos, blogs, full episodes. Oh,
0: uh, here's a quiz. Are you ride or die? Are you ride or die? or ready to bail? Oh, my God. So, yeah, For My Man, if you have not watched that, we started watching that a little bit. And I'm going to get back on it because that thing is hilarious. There are some episodes. We'll have to get on that in another podcast because I do want to get to some, like, more. That, For My Man, is it'll be there. We can talk about that a little bit, like, in another podcast. So, first topic that I want to talk about. I made you watch the music video before this and it kind of made me want to because okay the story I had to drive my mom to Cincinnati last week and we were listening me and my dad were listening to like satellite radio and it was like this talk show it was like this uh kind of like I think it was on MSNBC it was like this blackly I forgot the name of it but she played a song, Juvenile. When I heard the beat, I was like, oh, snap. I kind of was like, yeah, you know, of course, the back that everybody knows a dun, dun, dun. Everybody knows that beat. And then he started saying, vax that ass up. Mm-hmm. I thought he was saying fax that ass up at first. Like, why is she talking about sending faxes? What is this? And then it sl- like totally skipped my mind for like a week. And then people start talking about it. And I was like, I got to watch the video for this. If there is a video, I found it this morning. <laughs> I was in the weight room this morning at like 6 o'clock. I was like, let me watch this, y'all. I almost died (laughs) with laughter. I screamed so loud. I had to replay it again. It was hilarious. You want to smash with hashtag smash with Scott?
1: (laughs) And she had a blast too because I got because I couldn't remember what they had rhymed with Scott. So I was asking, what was that about Scott? What was that about Scott? And she was just over there, almost literally rolling. She had to catch herself on the kitchen counter
0: to not fall on the floor. She was
1: laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> I'm glad there was nobody else in the way room. <laughs> when I first saw that music video, I was like, oh my God. Why? <laughs> he was tossing out CDC cars like he was making it rain in the club. <laughs>
1: That was amazing. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about.
0: You know what? I hate it, yet I don't hate it because it's so freaking hilarious.
1: That certainly brought a lot of attention to a dating app we didn't even know existed.
0: Yeah, Be OK dating.
1: I was going to say which we aren't going to say is they aren't sponsoring, but now we're spo- saying
0: #notsponsored.
1: I don't. I don't think they'll
0: sponsor. #smashwhisk. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, since this is a audio medium. I will describe the music video. I won't play any of it because I'm not trying to get copyrighted. Even though he kind of copyrighted his own damn song. But we all know Juvenile Back That Ass Up. If you don't know, look it up. It's from 1999. Classic twerk song. He made a remix to it. Basically, vax that ass up. And it's, you know, trying to get people to vax up so they can go back out to dating and basically have a sex with
1: Not dating. It was pretty clearly going back to having sex. There was yeah, not much focus on dating at all in that thing.
0: Yeah, pretty much going back, and so you could have sex with people. Like, yeah, we finally want you vax that ass, so we can go back out and smash with Scott. <laughs> I'll get to that point. But so it starts out with his verse. Let me let me look up the lyrics. Graham, what do you think of the video?
1: I I mean I haven't seen the original because I'm apparently like 90 years old. Um, but I thought it was fun. They had a lot of uh, fun dancing around and I assume references to the original video, like Felicia mentioned, that was that absolutely amazing thing where he was making it rain with CDC vaccination cards. And that was just truly a, a wonder to behold, just this fountain of (laughs) cards. And then of course they had the, the requisite, uh, hot young thing shaking her butt. And they also, they, they decided to be kind of, uh, equal opportunity with it because they had a number of very cut young men in it as well so they're definitely trying to target um, all sides of the dating equation which makes sense if you're a dating app that you'd want to broaden your eyes as much as possible but I don't know, it just it was it was really short which I think was good I think if they tried to turn this turn let's let's make this called back, back that ass up instead of bat that ass up to a full three and a half minutes or whatever the original is, it would have been terrible, but it's like one minute, 45 seconds. So it's fine.
0: Yeah. It's like two minutes or something long, but I found it. It's a song by black app, BLK app. And it's BLK app presents Vax that thing. up. So here's uh Ju- juvenile's lyrics. You find an online date. Yeah. They <laughs> find a mate. Yeah. Open up black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Profile looking, puk- profile looking tight, yeah. Nice, yeah. Got your bio look- read and write, yeah. Precise, yeah. <laughs> this is so hard to read without laughing. Before you find your date, yeah. <laughs> you gotta wait, yeah. Go and vaccinate, yeah. Get it straight, yeah. Girl, you looks good when you vac. Of course, you know the vaccine thing. That's basically. <laughs> that was kind of really hard to read. I mean, half the lyrics are just basically yeah, cause I mean. Back that ass up, we just basically go for the beat. It's not like we're like, oh, such profound lyrics. Back that ass up. I will back it that ass up on anyone. So, yeah. <laughs> and then Manny Fresh has his part. You know you can't stand it. No holding hands, chick. But we gonna get shot. We gonna be romancing, Girl, you can be a queen. After quarantine. <laughs> I kind of like that lyric. <laughs> Girl, you can be a queen. After quarantine. <laughs> I hope they got a stack of money for this. Like, he better be able to make it rain for the rest of his life after this. Because, I mean, people are shitting on him for this. But I'm like, look, I, when I looked at this video, it has, like, when you're touring, like, you know, touring. He's going to, like, Columbus, Ohio. So he might need this. But, um, okay, back to that. We can meet up at the spot. We can do a thing. Internet date. Yeah. I'm the mate, yeah. Download the apps shortly. You ain't got to wait, yeah. I love it when you hold me. Eggplant emoji.
1: Wait, he actually says eggplant emoji? <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing it in the video. Yeah. I was like, I thought that, that makes sense. <laughs> like it I didn't realize he actually
0: said it. Yeah, they had it in the background. Uh, You could be a young, hot thing. I be the OG. And then, girl, he looks good when you vax that thing up. And then this lady, I'm assuming she's like part of with the app or something. I don't know. But Lil Wayne was probably like, nah, son, I'm good. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I don't need the money like that. Uh, And then it goes, nah, nah, nah. If you get sticky and hot, go, 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 go get the shot. If you want to smash some dude named Scott, go, 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 go get the shot. Now go get the shot. Now go get the shot blk says go get the shot want to smash with scott want to smash smash with scott the blk blk says go get the shot that's that's it and then at the end of the video it's like you know get vaccinated which good in a fun it, it's corny yes very corny that still is a fun message yes well, not but, fun fun message
1: and also a good message because um you know, people around the world are dying because they can't get the vaccine shot in America. People are crossing their arms and going,
0: eh uh eh. I don't want to get it. But Juvenile says, vax that thing up. Mm-hmm. Go get the shot if you want to smash some dude toot- named Scott. And then tried to get, like, the hashtag smash with Scott and then, like, you know, vax that thing up. Like, okay, vax that thing up. Yeah, like I said, corny. But smash with Scott. Bye. <laughs> That's all i will from this video. I want to learn all these lyrics so I can just start singing them. <laughs> I mean, you've got time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, this is almost a week old, but people are still talking about it because yeah, I think NPR ran a story on it. Right? Possibly have Some legitimate news source
1: did because my social media, I follow people and then legitimate news sources. So um, <laughs> it, was, it was somebody, them or the New York Times or something oh, like that.
0: So yeah, that, those were the lyrics, but in the music video, I mean, in the music video, I mean, there was like, you know, girls twerking and stuff. Of course they were using like the app and all that. It would look like a Twitter or not Twitter, a Tinder kind of app, also not sponsored. And you know, people were swiping left. He had like a uh, men and women and you know, everybody. So the lady had like one of those visor face masks on <laughs> and they're twerking. Oh, man. That might be my new favorite thing. <laughs> Especially since I found out he's not talking about faxes.
1: You have this weird thing about faxes. Like, it's it's this thing that you just always seem to notice faxing.
0: What? No, I don't. Yes, you do. What? I was listening to it in the car and it sounded like fax.
1: No, I'm just saying in general, you and faxes have this weird connection. You've, Whatever. You talk about faxes way more than somebody who's not like a fax technician should.
0: Anyway in the video yeah that was basically it they it looked like they gave him like some uh hydraulic car at the end It was like like that's all you this was very cheaply shot i'm pretty sure cuz i mean maybe they had to put people in quarantine i hope they took their own advice and half those um, all those people are on the got the second dose hopefully that
1: hydraulic was sure was something cuz they were way it looked like they're about to flip the car over
0: Yeah, that, (sighs) I mean, the song is only about, like, two minutes long, so it's not very, very long. If you want to watch the video, I suggest, yes, please go watch the video. It is hilarious. I'm probably going to watch it again before I go to bed. (laughs) Like, I'm glad they made a music video for it. Super short, sweet, it's a new Vax anthem, (laughs) according to... Some article that I saw on Google when I was looking up the lyrics, and if you also want to smash some dude named Scott, don't forget to get vaccinated.
1: You could have at least said the line properly. Go! Don't forget to get the shot, not go, vaccinated.
0: Go, go! 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 Get the shots, so you can smash some guy named Scott. Why did I say that? Obviously, she's just gonna
1: repeat it. Oh my god.
0: Ah uh, yes. So that is some nice music to listen in your ear holes. Does that sound gross?
1: <laughs> the other thing you wanted to talk about is we finally saw the
0: film Spell. Oh yes. Well we have one trailer to talk about an actual movie that I got from the library.
1: Yes, you got it from Book Ranch. I've since I started talking about Spell, I'm gonna keep talking about Spell. Uh All right, least... go ahead,
0: I'll let you do the review. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna do the to do some of this. Release twenty twenty. Um shoot. Uh, writer Kurt Wimmer, director Mark Tondorai, Omari Hardwick, and Loretta Devine play the two leads. Seems like it was trying to go a little bit maybe the, the Get Out horror-y vibe. But the, the thing is, um, Marquis, who's Amari Hardwick, is a lawyer. And they kind of imply maybe he's not too down with the, with other black people. Like maybe he's willing to sell him out. Or maybe he's just a good lawyer. It was his lawyer. His father dies in rural Appalachia, so he's gonna fly. He flies his family out there, and then the- there's a lightning bolt hits his airplane with himself, his wife, his
0: son, and his daughter in it. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I, I got something. To... Chime in here. No. Oh, uh, you skipped over the plane part. First of all, he has his own plane. <laughs> like this dude is rich. Like, but it's it's a small. It's like a it's like a little Cessna. It's not that. It's It's still a plane. Yeah, I know. Anyway, like, uh, they show a scene, like, when, uh, you know, they tell the kids, like, their grandfather died. And they're just, like, kind of disjointed because they're kind of spoiled at this point. Like, they have everything they want and all this stuff. And I'm looking at their kitchen table. It's set up for, like, ten people. And they're all eating at one end of the table. Like, this place is just, and it's, like, uh, set up as a dark kind of, like, oh, you know working family man giving his kids everything that he couldn't get and basically they're so spoiled now that's kind of how it is and the girl which um plays his daughter in the movie has like four lines like she has probably the easiest acting job next to i'll say the guy in that circle movie that didn't have to talk have the easiest acting job she's next mm-hmm. uh, all right boy. go ahead Easy acting job. Go ahead, and finish up with this. All right, so
1: the, it crash and then it centers on Marquis for the rest of the. We probably pronounce it Marquis or something. I don't even remember, but it focuses on him where he gets captured by Loretta Divine, played Eloise, and you find out she's been alive since eighteen sixty-five and she's an evil magician. And she does all this evil stuff to him. A lot of it focuses very heavily on Armari Hardwick's ability to express intense pain because it's got kind of its. He's tied to a bed, and they do all sorts of things to keep him in the bed, including at one point putting salt around the window so he magically can't leave, as in literally magically can't leave. Um, but at one point, they drive a stake into a spike into his foot that has to go up at least three quarters of the way to his knee. And they do a very good job of him just pulling it out. And it's a very, you know, obviously Mario Hardwick does not have a spike in his leg, but he does a very good job of looking like, like the anguished guy he is.
0: Yeah, that that scene, I was like, oh, oh man. What was the little doll, like the little voodoo doll? What they they called, called it a boogity. Yeah, the boogity. That's what I was like, Oh, the little boogity. Because basically she was taking stuff from him to make him stay so they can suck up his life force kind of thing. That's basically just so they can live. So, you know, normal witchcraft stuff. And his dad like, you know, it shows, like, glimpses of his dad, like, flashbacks, like, you gotta believe, son, and, you know, you're a part of this, this is where you're from, you know, stuff like that, um, cause he's been so, like, disjointed from where he has been from, he's living out, and, like, I don't know, like, I don't think they specify but it's applied to be New York or LA or something. something like that, some big wigs, big wig city, and stuff like that, so, but that spikes, you know, I was like, oh, ow, that hurt. Oh yeah, and, they, and there's a lot
1: of, he's got all sorts of various, they're, they're really tormenting him as they're holding them there. I don't think they ever expressly say, which I appreciated, that they're going to steal his life force to make them young again. Um, which, But it's very obvious from what the movie's doing. It's like implied. And they do a great scene where he, um, in, he's starving because they got him trapped. So he eats some soup and he discovers that it's a hand and he finds a scrap of skin that has his son's, what was it, number 30, I think, on it, tattoo in it.
0: Yeah, there was a scene earlier, um, basically, they stop, of course, like in every horror movie, they stop at, like, some gas station, and uh, the gas station owner was like, hey, you might want to take something to protect yourself going up in these mountains. He's like, ah, nah, I'll be all right. And he's like, all right, I ain't going up there. <laughs> Y'all crazy. They be doing some voodoo shit up there. Oh, uh, they've got the, uh,
1: Amazing line where the son's trying to get the this kid who presumably works there, maybe he doesn't, um, to pump the gas for him. Which makes me wonder why an, why this place has AvGas. Anyways, slavery is over. Pump your own damn gas.
0: He's like, <laughs> and he then he holds up like his cell phone. And he goes, Ah, oh, okay. And like, you know, he hands him his phone. He thinks he's like some country bumpkin. He doesn't know about, like, technology, and he goes, hey, maybe you should try 5G. We only get 4G around here. <laughs> and it's like, oh, he knows. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Well, then
1: they have, when uh, the son called, um, calls the, insults the kid.
0: Oh, yeah, he called him a country nigger.
1: Yeah, and then mom's like, I don't want you to call it. And he's like, why you going to see Edward? He's like, no, not that part. He's like, country And I was
0: like, ha, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so that's when you see like he shows him his hand and he's like, because when he does like eats his son's hand, he has like a broken finger and you didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, that's his son's hand because you missed like a part you were somewhere and his finger is like his uh, middle finger on his right hand is like broken, so it's like twisted. And that's how he found out that he was like basically eating his son.
1: It was a movie that, I mean, I have to say that the only reason this movie is even worth talking about is the performances by Omari Hardwick and Loretta Devine. Yeah, well, well let's finish. finish the summary oh, first. Anyways, me. so he's uh, captured, he tries to escape a couple times, realize he's, he's in this village of these people who practice evil magic, and then he um, escapes and uses uh, the witch's evil magic against her and locks her in a burning building, although they imply, because every movie has the possibility of the sequel, that she might have escaped. But he locks her, literally locks her in a burning building. And uh, yeah. Divine does a good job of just looking like a woman trapped in a burning building, who's also really angry. Like, like like about it. Was was like, oh no, I'm burning. She does a good
0: job of being like angry, like
1: I'm the I'm the magician. I'm not supposed to be in the burning building. You're supposed to be in the burning building.
0: Yeah, but I'll elaborate a little bit on it. Um, so basically, um, he tries to escape once he figures out that he has a spike in his foot. He pulls it out. And then he starts to look around because they go into town and he finds like her little voodoo shed. And we don't know it at the time, but it does like a flashback right before he gets killed because she explains the beginning, like one picks you up, one puts you down. So she switch, he switches them. So the one that picks you up is the one that puts you down in the bottle and then vice versa. So, and then he starts to make the little boogies of each of them. I think he takes or he finds them. And he finds, like, the cell phone, like, his son's cell phone, and he calls 911. Of course, the sheriff is in on it, comes to the house.
1: They did do a good job where it's implied to be kind of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing, where the original, because he finds a corpse of a guy dressed in a sheriff's uniform. So the implication is they've murdered the real sheriff and replaced him with a guy who you actually met back at the gas station scene.
0: She comes back up once they come in the house because she's like, he must have did something takes his boogity, takes out his tongue so he can't talk. And he's, like, screaming out the window, but, of course, it's like like he can't say anything. And I forgot how he got down there, but he, like, busts out, and then he's like, finds the cop. It doesn't really do a good ideal of explaining how he got out in the woods without them seeing it.
1: it it's, he doesn't do a good job, but he does a good job of portraying it as someone who just got out of an evil magician's house and is trying to explain it to a sheriff what the hell happened. So yeah. it, it, it's it's not very useful, but I think it was appropriately not very useful because he's trying to explain to the sheriff,
0: <laughs> well, yeah. she
1: made a magic doll out of my skin and my blood.
0: Yeah, but she made the mistake of leaving the boogey there and his tongue on the floor. So he picks it up before he leaves and then he somehow magically appears in front of the sheriff and he's like, you know, he's like, what are you doing? What's going on? He's like, Ugh. and he's putting the tongue back. and He's like, I don't know, man, just drive. This some crazy witch lady, it's some voodoo shit. And of course he's back around and then he find out that he is working with them. This is when they start to do the ritual for the blood moon. That's like the whole big thing. And they bring his family in and he's like, my family, you know, of course he knew, knowing that they're alive and everything, but they're basically kind of knocked out with the stuff that kind of takes you down. And she's like, you're not going to be no uh bougie ass person now kind of thing you know their final like duo because this is like the end and he they she sprays the stuff that she thinks is going to put him down so he fakes it and he like lies down and she's about to take out his heart stabs the old man in the heart in the heart he's dead he got put out real quick and he's like this is when you find out that he switched them and he made all the stuff and, um, the big guy. What's that big guy's name? He's like the muscle. Um, uh, is it Lewis? Something, Something. I, guess. I guess. I think it was <laughs> Lewis. All right, we'll go with Lewis. And him and Lewis start finding Like this guy's about like six, 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 seven, big muscular dude been living for like a hundred some years. So, but he took his boogity, put it in the water, and then he starts going. And then he basically drowns to death, and he has her boogity, and she's like, "That's why I put mine where no one can find." It. He's like, "That's why I made my own," and that's when he comes to terms of like, "Ooh, you can't take you know me out of the sticks kind of story thing." One thing I
1: didn't really get is I don't think I got a good. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention because this is not a very good movie. Um I never got the understanding where he. They established that you needed blood and skin to make it. I, I I don't remember them establishing where he got her blood
0: and her skin. Well, she he took her hair from a hairbrush and then like some of her clothes. Maybe it had some blood in it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that that was one thing that
1: I think could have been better. Also, made for more interesting. You could have made for a more interesting movie as it's like oh, you know, she cut her hand cooking, so there's a rag in the kitchen, and he's got to sneak his way into the kitchen while everybody else is in the house. That could have been very interesting.
0: Yeah, but, um, so, he made his own, and then he's, like, you know, the final battle with the final boss, throws it up in the air, hits it with a piece of wood, smashes her into, like, the pillar of the barn, and then you know, he does, like, his final line, oh, well, he frees his family at that point, he blows the stuff that picks you back up to his family and you know they're like oh you okay and the son's like my hand we're like yeah that got eight (laughs) and um he basically breaks her arm she got fucked (laughs) like her little arm was dangling he's like you just got a little old lady bird and he goes pretty much yeah and he locks her in with the salt she can't get out there's a barrier the town folk, people come. And he's like, "Hey, hey, I got y'all boogies. Y'all me throw these bitches in there too." <laughs> They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" He's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And basically, they leave. And then the stinger at the end is like a boogity with his eyes opening. So, that's that's it in the movie. And then they escape. Yeah, they they escape, of course, because I mean you could have had him as them getting captured but you know people don't want to see people get a catch you want to prevail as the well and how well, the evil. they
1: they had several times where he escaped and then recaptured himself i don't did they ever ever see where he was actually
0: recaptured by the bad guys uh yes remember the second time they found out they drove that stake up there mm-hmm. cuz he got all the way out in the woods all oh, right, right yeah and because he was digging up shit and that's when he like escaped and then they drove that stake up and he pulled it out and then yeah, tried and to, had to put it back it. in. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, I thought this was better than Antebellum. I think that says more about Antebellum than it does about this movie. I mean, the acting was good. I mean, the story, this was like an hour and a half, so it moved pretty quickly. So, that, that was kind of nice. But this, of course, was supposed to originally come out last year in movie theaters and i totally forgot i just remember seeing this trailer like everywhere for a while like on youtube and everything and then it just disappeared because you know the panini and i was like whatever happened to that black voodoo (laughs) movie i couldn't remember it and i just typed in black voodoo movie and that's the first thing i was like oh yeah this movie (laughs) i was like i wonder if it's like on dvd or i could watch it on like online i was like oh it's at the library so i went picked it up we watched it the writer kurt wimmer um, notably he's a white
1: man, um, which I had mentioned because basically, because almost the entirety of the cast is black aside, besides for one opposing lawyer, uh, the director's black. Uh, but, but Kurt Wimmer noted for Equ- equilibrium 2002 point break, the 2015 version and total recall the 2012 version.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've seen any of those, but okay. Let's see. Ranking this movie out of like 10, I'll say like a 6.5. Like, if I, I wouldn't buy the movie. If it was streaming, I would definitely watch it. I wouldn't pay for it. I'm glad I did what I did and just got the movie at the library, watched it the same day, and returned it. Like, it's definitely, like, a stream-it movie.
1: Yeah, I would say that. It's it's nothing that's going to challenge you in any appreciable way. Which is fine. Not all movies need to be amazing. But...
0: Yeah. I mean, it had some good stuff in it, but it's also really short. Yes,
1: and it it is short, but it does a good job of not messing around. It knows what it is. It gets in, it does what it's there to do, and then it finishes.
0: Yep, yep pretty much so. 6.5 out of 10 for me. What do, you, what do you give it? Out of 10. Don't forget, they're all black. If you say anything below a 7, you're racist. I'd say it's
1: a strictly average movie.
0: That's not a number. What's I'm the not trying are? to get... The,
1: the reasons those numbers exist are so that movie companies can put the numbers on their boxes.
0: Oh, this is for me.
1: So I will describe it with descriptive So if you language. give it a five. I, was, it's, I say it's, it's an average movie. It's, it, it's only... The only thing that pulls it out of the pack is, as we mentioned, the performances, particularly those by Hardwick and Divine. Um, but otherwise, it's a pretty average fan, uh, horror thriller movie.
0: Yeah. Everybody's trying to do that whole get out thing. Speaking of everybody trying to do that whole get out thing, we watched a movie trailer for BET and I really want to watch this movie. I am so mad because at (laughs) At the the basis basis.
1: this is a solid idea for a thriller film. But go ahead. You you love it too much for me to interrupt anymore.
0: No, no, no. So, I saw Karen trending on Twitter a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, hell, what the hell's going on now? And it was on black Twitter, of course, because I follow a lot of black Twitter, because I am black. But um, it was for a movie trailer called Karen. And I was like, what? <laughs> like the whole joke and like the whole meme of Karen, which is kind of dead. And was like the whole 2016 thing, like
1: Karen. Well, as one book I read on Screen Ready pointed out, the fastest turnaround from screenplay sold to movie is going to be about 18 months. That's the absolute fastest.
0: So that's part of the problem. Yeah. So this probably got made when people are like, hmm, this will be a good idea. But anyway, it was a trailer for BET Films and I want to see this movie. I hope it is like streaming on BET. I might pay for it.
1: No, you will not
0: yeah i probably won't pay for it It no not probably
1: we have enough streaming services you're not paying for another one
0: i'm not paying for bet streaming service i'm saying if it's streaming on there i'll sign up for the free trial and then delete and then just delete it but the movie is called karen and reason why it was trending so not the fact that it was called karen it was basically made in the style of like jordan peele's get out Like that was the kind of vibe that they were going for because they're like, oh, this was popular in like 2015, 16, whenever, or 2017, whenever Get Out came out. And then they're like, we'll just kind of play off as, you know, that whole thing. And basically the trailer is about damn near as long as the Vax That Ass Up song. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And... You know, it's like, oh, I have these black neighbors that moved in my house. And the the white lady in my neighborhood, they didn't move into her house.
1: That'd be a very (laughs) different movie.
0: (laughs) Not moved into her house, moved into her neighborhood. And it's like a nice suburban neighborhood, nice big houses. And the white lady comes over and she's like, hi, I'm Karen. And then like the black one was like, we have a nice, polite. We
1: have an entitled white neighbor named Karen. They decided to put that in the trailer. They shouldn't have put that in the movie and they put it in the trailer.
0: Yeah. So and then, you know, it kinda hits like the little doong sounds, you know, it hits those points of like thriller and all that stuff, and it hits like she puts like security cameras on her house. She's like a passive aggressive at first, and then she just gets aggressive aggressive. And she's like, Hey, just so you know, as soon as the garbage comes, you need to put these uh trash cans up I'm like who puts their garbage, garbage cans up directly as soon as a garbage truck hits. Like, I don't even do that. See, this is where I run into my problem.
1: I'm not going to let you describe the rest of it because the rest of it's boring. Um, Is on on this basis, this is actually kind of a solid idea for a movie. A young, upwardly mobile black couple, with or without children, depending on what your screenwriting needs are, moves into a rich neighborhood full of white people and they discover that at least one of their neighbors is not actually a nice person is a racist that wants them out of the community. Not, I mean, not the most creative uh, necessarily. Oh no, the horrors that lurk behind white picket fences. We've never seen that before, but I mean, but that's still a solid idea, you know, and you could do some good stuff with the character slowly realizing that the person who's acting like a friend is out to get them and, could have been very interested, but then they just decided to just not, just not be interested.
0: Yeah. So with the rest of the trailer, it kind of goes into like that whole, like, um, I'm pretty sure this was written during like the whole black lives matter movement, which I mean, still is going on. So don't forget about that. But, um, it shows like her. Brother is a police officer and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> they're they're just hitting like, you know, you it's a little nail on the head <laughs> like thing. Like it's a little too much, I guess, for like a trail. It's just uh <laughs> It was kinda stupid, but um, and then it shows like her on the phone talking about yes, there's some black people in the park and she's kinda laughing and giggling, and then it like cuts to night because when she was talking, it was daytime and it cuts to night and the guys are like, we don't have any IDs. We're just out in the park. And I think like the cop hits them and it's like her brother, he's already had some problems. And I guess they didn't have like a house party and she's over there for some reason. And they're wearing Kente cloth. I was watching this with Beeler <laughs> and we just started dying because there's this one part in the trailer that I guess they go into her house, like kind of that thing. She's out and they're like, well, let's just see what her house looks like. And they're in her house. Like, this is a different type of racist person. <laughs> she has a soap dispenser that has a Confederate flag on it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, I've seen a whole bunch of Confederate flags on different shit, but I've never seen it on a soap dispenser. <laughs> the prop people probably had fun making her stuff.
1: <laughs> I think they just ordered that
0: they just ordered it i think so oh my god but yeah and then it cuts to like the screen there's other stuff in there but it's like i guess she also has a daughter. It's like my mom doesn't really like black people and they're doing that whole cutting where it's like close up on their faces and she goes but i'm black and how I'm she says it, is- <laughs> it sounds like a snl skit like when the day beyonce turned black that's kind of what it reminds me of and she goes but I'm black. And the little girl goes, She isn't like you either. <laughs> and then the like title card is like Karen. And there's like a little blood drip. And I was like, oh my I was like, this sounds like something somebody made. <laughs> but this had writers. Um my search for
1: Confederate flag soap dispensers is stumbling on the fact that apparently there are the only one is in the movie, so maybe you're right, maybe they made it. <laughs> Yeah, that's where that lost
0: me. <laughs> when I saw that, me, because I was like, Peeler, have you seen the Karen trailer?" And we watched it. <laughs> and then we had to go back and rewatch that part. We're like, "Hold on, hold on, rewind, rewind." We both just started dying. I was like, what kind of racist are you? You just have a Confederate flag soap dispenser. Ah, uh, but yes, this movie is a th- an actual movie, a real thing, produced by BET. So who knows if it's just going to be on their streaming platform, if they're going to distribute it out to limited theaters. Actually, this would probably be the best time to distribute it out to limited theaters because people will see anything in the movie theaters at this point because people want to get out of their damn house. But yes, the Karen movie. We will be doing a review on it. We won't be doing a review on the Loquisha movie. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> If you if you haven't heard of that one, that was like two years ago. It was like this white guy doing a black woman impression voice. That's basically the gist of the movie. He couldn't get a job because he wasn't a black woman. He's a oh, white yeah, man. That, that stupid thing. And oh, it's on like Tubi. And I was like, Grant, we should watch. And she's like, No. <laughs> no. So yeah, that's That's Karen. <laughs> oh. Before I go, I did have one more thing about the Vax That Ass Up. I saw some of the comments. I I just want to read some of them because some of them are funny. Okay, hold on. Okay. So, the first one, it says, looks like something SNL would make up. (laughs) It says, I lost it when Juvie throw in COVID vaccine cards like dollars. It says, another one says, I dare DJ to play this in the club. I don't think, I think the DJ would just get like bombarded, just no, punching the face. I, I don't know. I think that
1: depending on the mood of the crowd, you could like, if the mood of the crowd was in like a fun, happy mood, I think you could get, because it's short, it's short enough that like anyone who really hates it, it's over before they can get up to there and punch the DJ. And if you're like, ah, it's a funny joke, you dance for a little while. And then it,
0: no, see, honestly, it's like two verses. And I mean, if you get people in the first of all, everybody's happy just to go out to the club again. I think if you get people like a couple hours in, a few drinks in, they'll be dancing to anything. Like, oh, shit. But anyway, a couple more comments real quick. It says, because nothing says healthy, in quotation marks, like sleeping with random strangers you meet on the air. <laughs> and another one says, "Little Wayne said no. <laughs>
1: I mean, it could, I mean, you will find, uh, well, they won't be new and interesting diseases. They'll be well established diseases, well known to medical science.
0: And it says, I'm waiting on the vanilla ice drop, Vax Vax, baby. All right, this is the last one. It says, CDC records taken over from the 2001s to the 2022s. You don't get that reference because in the original song, it says, Cash Money records taken over from the 99s to the 2000s. Oh. That might be my new favorite song. I'm downloading that. (laughs) Well, you did
1: buy and download that air song from Black Lady Sketch Show.
0: Yo, that song is fire. That beat, you love that song. It's so relaxing. You're just like, ah. How many of you breathe air? How many of you breathe air? If you haven't seen a Black Lady Sketch Show, I think it's like the first episode of the second season.
1: No, it's way down.
0: I don't think it's that... It's in one of the episodes in the second season. I
1: mean, if you haven't seen Black Lady Sketch Show, you should. It's very funny.
0: Yeah, some of the jokes go over your head, but... Yeah, I
1: mean, that's the thing. It's a lot of... Some of the jokes go over my head, but not very many of them.
0: Yeah, but if you haven't seen a Black Lady Sketch Show, it's in season two. I was kind of worried because Quinta wasn't going to be in it, but I think this season was better than the first. I think they've
1: more... It's kind of one of those reached your stride kind of things. Um... For one thing, it's it's still episodic, but it does kind of a better job by using the apocalypse to kind of hold the season together. So there's a there is a narrative through line, along with plenty of you know just one off skits that don't have anything to do with anything beyond being hilarious.
0: Yeah, but there's a, they made a song for it. <laughs> they. <laughs> And I downloaded it because I was like, this shit is fire. Because they play it at the end of the episode. And I was like, yo, I like this. It's a parody song. It's basically called Air. <laughs> I thought the song slaps and I thought it was fire. It was awesome. You love it. We know almost know all the lyrics. And the sketch was really funny. I really love that sketch. It was hilarious. Now I'm going to have to watch a Black Lady sketch. We're, we're watching that again tonight. So... Uh, are you looking up? I think it was Sky Townsend. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sky Townsend. Sky Townsend
1: um, was a performer for it. It's um, you, it's Nona Love. Yeah, is yeah. Nona
0: character. Love is the yeah, character she she's played. playing, mm-hmm. and apparently she used to write for songwriters, and she used to I, sing. I don't, I don't, think, I don't she
1: think she, she specified did. who she used to write for, but yeah, she.
0: But she used to like sing and stuff like that, so she got to show that off in this show, and it was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. Uh, How many of you breathe air? How many of you breathe air? <laughs> and the lyrics are just basically every time I step, I walk. It's just,
1: it, it, I, could I could tell, tell that there's this. an element of of Townsend sitting down with a notebook or whatever. However, she writes song. Just, I just need to write rhyme, walk, talk, just any anything that rhymes. With this I'm gonna write. Use every single one of those words, and I'm gonna cram them into this song.
0: And another one's like every time i listen i hear so that's like the whole gist of it (laughs) but it's just hilarious uh i love that skit that and the auntie skit (laughs) i also
1: love the uh the where robin thede is trying to buy food
0: oh the takeout (laughs) because
1: Robin just she's running around in circles. She has a lean where she basically she's still standing, she's basically touching the floor. Just
0: (laughs) oh my god! If you haven't seen a black lady sketch, so the whole one and two, you need to go see it. They're only like six episodes, and it got nominated for an Emmy. I just saw the Emmy nomination. I did not know that. that, that. Yep, I think a couple of Emmys. So check it out. It's awesome. Support black women. I do. Because I am one. Not only that, but <laughs> <laughs> the show is really funny. So it's definitely better than season one. Which well, isn't to say season one is bad. Season one was good. Yeah, season one was good because we watched the whole first season again, and then we started watching the second season. Like I said, it's only six episodes per season, thirty minutes apiece. This isn't like super promo for like HBO, but this is promo for a black lady sketch show. Go watch it. Do you have a book to talk about? We're almost an hour in. Yep. yep. Or do you want to save it?
1: No, I think I'll fit it in right here at the end. Um,
0: All right. And now for Graham's book club.
1: This was actually suggested to be my, my friend, Andrew, who heard about it through a Dave Chappelle skit, which may be one of the most bizarre reasons I ordered a book I've ever heard. Um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's uh, Pimp by Iceberg Slim. Iceberg Slim being his pimp name. Um, not sure what his birth name is, but it kind of doesn't matter when you have a name like that. Um, and it answers one of the questions I've long, long been confused by because I was a crime of course reporter. And I never understood in a capitalist sense what a pimp provided to a prostitute because they don't provide advertising services. You don't see pimps out there trying to get johns. They don't provide any sort of support services. The prostitutes are on their own for buying makeup, um, clothes, everything else. The closest I can come up with is really late in his career. He gets his stable together and he rents them a place to stay. So apparently the most you can get out of a pimp is maybe housing, which does match very well with what I know of pimps, which is they're not nice men. Um, I mean, it, it <laughs> At one point his um well he, he gets pimping with this with this woman, basically steals her car, something like eighty percent of her earnings, and then when she has the gall to be like, Maybe this isn't fair, he beats her so bad with a wire hanger, she has scars ten years later. Additionally when he beats the hell out of her with a wire hanger, he drives her out of the hotel room they're in so she can go work the streets. So it's just a um, reminder of the well, reminder, just a flat out statement of the brutality of the of a pimp's life, and also just how um, insanely corrupt the Chicago PD back was back in the day. Theoretically, they cleaned it up now, but I don't know how much I actually believe that. Having grown up outside the city, and it's um, it's it's a tough read because it is it's very very brutal. One of the reasons he's called Iceberg is because he doesn't respond to things. Whether he doesn't respond to things, he's on cocaine all the time. So he just doesn't... So, like, when a shot goes off right by him, he doesn't respond to it because he's so high. He just doesn't really realize what happened. But he's just so cool. And then he's thin as hell because he doesn't eat because he's on cocaine all the time. Um, later on, he talks about how it, his body changed once he was in prison for a while and couldn't get his cocaine anymore. But, yeah. It's... It's quite a story. I think it's it's an interesting read. In some ways, it is dated because he was active until, I think, the 70s before he got... Um, I think he started in the 40s and then...
0: The
1: 40s? Yeah, because he was talking about Pimpin' during World War II. Yeah, he got started. Jesus
0: Christ, how old is this man? Is he dead? I think, I
1: think he's, he's dead.
0: dead. The 40s?
1: see here. Copyright 69. Oh, no, so he must have finished in the 50s. I misremember. It's been a little since I read it because of the the lag here. But yeah, fifties, dang. So he was he was claimed claimed to have had uh, about four hundred work women working for him throughout his life, not at once, but, 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 but yeah, But but, a, <laughs> but, fear, but apparently a fair number of them. And this is and this again brings in the question of why do pimps exist? Were women that only worked for him once or twice? So I'm going, and you need a pimp to help you prostitute once or twice like no, no. You, yes <laughs> like, what service do you provide and the answer is none
0: well, he got am not 40s to the 60s I'm talking, I'm talking 1940s 1960s not his That's age, age. I, know. I know but i'm talking you said 2000. that or i was gonna say 1999 to 2000s i brought it back
1: all right uh yeah ended in 58 That's a long-ass time. At almost 40, I was ancient as a pip. I looked like a black, fat, black, fat seal on my expensive, expensive threads. threads. <laughs>
0: 40?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is 40 years old. Not that 40? How about pips keep going? Um, he spent quite a long time in prison. Because he was sent to prison once as a juvie. They sent to prison again, and then managed to escape. So he was out on the lam for like six or seven years. Before he finally got picked up in like... Montana or Wyoming or something, because he decided to go out there to keep track of one of his prostitutes. Dumbass. And and as he put it, he and the prostitute were the only two black people in town.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that'll do it. They're probably like, there's some strange man here. He looked like he was on the TV. He's got a feather in this cap. Well, they and part of it too just to remind how different the
1: law was. They initially arrested him on like a, basically a charge of cohabitation with a man who's uh, with a woman who's not his wife. And then sent his, um, and the chief sent his info to the FBI. Remember, this is back in the 50s, manually. And they're like, oh, yeah, we've got a warrant for his arrest from Chicago. Or well, actually, Cook County, technically.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Else? quite a read yeah. read. yeah, that sounds like a very interesting book now. I might find it on tape and, <laughs> and listen to it. That'd be kind of cool to hear somebody read it, though. Yeah. Um, and the reason that uh, Dave Chappelle.
1: References it as he apparently draws a lot of parallels between how Slim acts and how the entertainment industry is, but I have not seen that particular special. Also, he is referenced in a um, Jay Z lyric.
0: Well, I think we're coming to the end, and by the end, you know that means Graham. I D K. Oh, I was wishing you'd forgotten. We back. I wish I had like a sound voice and go.
1: I think you Thought do I with forgot. your mouth is more fun.
0: <laughs>
1: Look at the smile on your face. Yes, this is more fun than if you had a soundboard. I
0: still want a soundboard so I can just... <laughs> periodically, just in there. All right. Note to self, Thought do not give Felicia soundboard. Note to self, get soundboard for Christmas. <laughs> okay.
1: Do not tell Felicia that you can use, like, Java to make a, a soundboard.
0: Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Oh, I got a few words here. Let's go. You ready for this?
1: No, I'm never I'm ready, ready for the, for the segment. thing.
0: Ah, I got, think I got one. Oh, that's the back that ass of the lyrics. Let me save those so I can learn. <laughs> so I can just periodically save them. Okay, back to Graham IDK. <clears throat> Your word is cap. Oh, it's
1: uh, limit. Yeah, you hear yeah, like, like like, no cat, cat means cat no, limit. no limit.
0: <laughs> you want to try again?
1: No. I'm standing on my answer.
0: Oh, it, yeah, Okay, so you're not even going to try again. I, I think I'm right.
1: So I'm not okay, going to try again. Uh, I mean, presumably I'm wrong based on the expression on your face, but I have no idea what alternate answers. is. Oh, it oh, means no <laughs> limit. You also, <laughs> you <laughs> also <laughs> didn't give me a sample phrase, because I could have said, Hat. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, you want it in the sentence? Yes. yes. <sighs> okay. Oh, uh, oh, it's oh,
1: not it's that not easy, 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 easy now, now is, is it? Is it? <sighs> I'm the one that comes up with it. And then you don't write down sentences to use. Sounds
0: like a failing on your part. Well, it's your you're segment. i cutting all that part out <laughs> <laughs> up until the... No, it's, I'm keeping it all at it. Uh, okay, let me think. Um, he said he had about 100000 in his bank account. I call cap is it lying yes, yes. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no cap you're not lying cap Jeez. means you're lying i just it's caught like up that. that's why you see like people now that'll you you heard it on the read i thought that you would get this one because you heard it on the read because they always talk about, about how people like they don't want to write out the whole word they use just a little baseball cap emoji. <laughs> which to me seems
1: like it would take more effort to get your baseball cap emoji than to write c-a-p
0: really <laughs> that's what i was thinking too but you know the
1: cool hip kids. well also i mean with those texts once you use it once it's in like the quick bar so it probably <laughs> they probably use
0: that in the hundred emoji mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes now we're gonna start introducing some of these words in the podcast so you gotta start using the word cap no no why not I refuse. <laughs> I refuse for one thing
1: i finally got caught up on my gangster slang from 1940 to 1950 chicago after reading pimp so that's so i was feeling good there
0: yeah you're a l- few decades behind like 50 years still <laughs> 60, saying <right>? still saying <sighs> oh my god! yes we got to get him and by we i mean me and boeing got to get him to start using slang. You wouldn't want me to use slang. You wouldn't, you wouldn't use it right, so I'd just
1: laugh. So yeah, you would want me to use slang. Yes,
0: I would. So yeah, that is the end. It feels good to be back. Getting to talk about all these fun things. Kind of current events <laughs> that have been going on. Hopefully we'll be back next week. And this will be out on Saturday. Graham's gotta edit it. Yay. Also, GoFest is this weekend, so I'm pretty pumped about that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you'll hear about all the shinies she got on our next podcast. Yes.
0: And, and if it, if it sucks, sucks, you'll, you'll know because I'm not paid by them. And if, <laughs> and if it's, it's good, it? it'll be good. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the end of the podcast. If you want to send us something, da- oh God, it's damn the- your
1: tall pod at gmail.com.
0: There you go. Damn your tall pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us a letter, I think there's like something on anchor. You can do like a voicemail or chat or something. I don't know how that works. We're still, we're getting back into it. So damn, your tall pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, ask us some questions. Uh, we'll we'll read it on the podcast. We're still, we're still waiting on some, we're, we're getting back into the swing of things. If you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, it's Fifi underscore J two four seven. Graham is on LinkedIn if you want to hire him for a job <laughs> well you don't really use twitter instagram you don't, nope. you don't yeah so he basically uses linkedin that's his social media profile so yeah that that's the end of the pod feels good to be back and don't forget to vax that ass up if you want to smash with some guy named scott we out peace